Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode 36, Human Tenacity. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can find my website at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. You can find my podcast on wideopenspaceswithelise.podbean.com or on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. This podcast evolved out of a global pandemic. I was sitting around the house, just like all of us, staying home like they recommended, and needing to find a way to express myself. As previous as a therapist and some journalism experience, I decided to create this podcast, Wide Open Spaces with Elise, to allow me to share and relate my experiences about the pandemic with you and to also share my knowledge, experience, coping skills, and leisure life skills to help you get through this difficult time in your life whether it's from COVID, grief, change of job, loss of job, family dynamics, mental health issues. So thank you for joining me on a weekly basis here on Wednesday to explore all of your wide open spaces. The title, Human Tenacity. Tenacity means gripping, make a hard hold grip onto something something that you believe in, something that's worth fighting for. So when I decided I've been going through a hard time in my life with grief, and it's kind of hard sometimes, to be honest, to sit down and do a podcast, to step out of my own world and focus on what others might be experiencing. So I'm going to do a little bit of a conversational podcast with Jillian Medina today, and we're going to talk about what we've seen happen over the past year because i came to realize as i was thinking about this week's podcast that it's been a year since we really came to grips with the word covid19 coronavirus global pandemic and how we were starting to realize that things were about to change in our world and wear masks and social distance and stores would close and restaurants were closed. So many things changed. Now as humans, we're very habitual. We have our habits, we have our routines, we have the things we like to do. But what happens when that all gets taken away from you? No choice, no decision of your own. It just gets taken away from you. That's kind of what happened with COVID. All of a sudden, we were told, quarantine for this many weeks. Don't leave your house. Don't hug. Don't kiss anybody that wasn't in your own household. Stay away from people. Don't socialize. Don't go to work. That's very hard for a human being who lives and thrives in their habits and the things that they enjoy. And when that's taken away from you, it's almost like sensory deprivation. How do you cope when the things you love to do are no longer within reach? How do you deal with that? So I've made, being who I am, and if you've listened to me before, many observations. 
I'm an observer. I watch people. Now, Jillian, who is my older daughter, who's here with me today, she's just like that. She's into anthropology and sociology, and she likes to watch people and observe. And I can admit that sometimes I might even look kind of rude because I'm sitting there very quietly observing because I really find that I learn more about a person when I observe them and I observe their actions or their responses to situations. And even my friend group will say when we're in a group talking, I'm probably the one who gets the most quiet because I'm learning more by just observing. And then when I feel that I need to provide input, I will. So first, I'd like to have Jillian just say, why does she like that anthropology, sociology thing of observing people? So let's say hi to Jillian, and I welcome her here today with us. And give us a little bit about your thoughts about observing people, Jillian. Um, I guess I really like observing people just because it's that's the whole point. You learn about human nature, what it means to be a human. I mean, we're very social you know, beings. We have our habits, our customs, our traditions, our way of communicating. And I think that by observing how others act, it allows us to understand ourselves more in depth and how the world works around us and how to be better human beings. Well said. I like that. I liked what she said that by observing others, we can better ourselves, that we can learn more about ourselves. Maybe we see something in someone else that we can relate to that we might not like so much that we want to change or something that we want to embellish more in our lives because we do like that trait. So I could see why you're so drawn to that. Um, and Jillian tends to be quiet when we're out because, and I know that's what she's doing. And I can tell when people agitate her or frustrate her because let's be real, you know, sometimes people have poor judgment, poor judgment calls, and they do things that are inappropriate. So when you're an observer, you it, it's almost like it physically affects you when you see those kind of things. Don't you agree? Because I've seen that in you when you've gotten frustrated with people. All the time. <laughs> All the time. So, you know, it's, it's not judgment. I don't want to misconstrue that. It's not judgment. It's watching people and trying to understand why people do things why are they reacting a certain way so i've learned so much in the past year i mean i there's no way i could i, I could even name all of them and the reason why i wanted to talk about it today is because i think we've probably all learned a lot in the past year but i think some of us are just going through the motions and some of us are riding the waves. What do I mean by that? What do you think I mean by that, Jillian, just going through the motions or riding the waves? They're two different things. What do you think going through the motions means? I guess going through the motions of everyday life, um, living how, I mean, you have to change how you live during COVID, so you're going through those motions of trying to find that normalcy but when you're riding a wave, it's really when you take that opportunity to like embedder yourself and to learn what makes you happy and what's really important because that's, I feel like the whole meaning of COVID is it really teaches you who you are and who others are and who, you know, 
really cares about others and I think that's an important trait and you really see it on how people act during COVID. Perfect. I don't need to say anything after that. So that's what I've noticed. There's people who are just going with it and there are people who are riding the waves. And if you're one of those people who's just going through the motions, I'd like you to stop and think now. Because we're going to be going through this probably till the holidays. Um, vaccines, I mean, they're saying by the end of May, any adult can be vaccinated. But there's, you know, still precautions we need to take. So we're still going to be going through this for some time. We're in March now of 2021. We went through it for a year already. So I would like you to really think, if you're just going through the motions... Stop doing that and ride the wave. There's so much insight that you can gain about yourself by riding the wave, by allowing yourself to change, to alter your thought process, to adapt. These skills will help you in the future when unpredictable things happen. Last week's podcast was unpredictable chaos because Things happen that are not within our control and that can rock our worlds. But I think that by learning through this COVID experience to ride the wave, in turn, when you do have these unpredictable things that happen to you in life in the future, you may be able to ride that wave a little bit better or to have learned skills from this to help you cope better. So take this opportunity that has been so tragic, so debilitating to all of us and try to find the positive in it. Try to ride that wave. All right, so I first would like to say I'd like to dedicate this podcast to my brother's friend, Ray. Ray passed away away last week from COVID-19. He was only 47 years old. This is a disease that is real. This is a disease that we all need to be careful. I say this because, going back to my observations, I see a lot of things when I'm out there. Don't we, Jillian? Don't you see a lot of things? Now, I get and I respect everybody has a different perspective and philosophy. But I also think we all need to believe in the science. And that's where I am. I have a bachelor's of science. I am science-based. I believe in the science. For those of you who don't believe in the science, respect those of us that do. Don't make fun of people when you see them wearing masks. Don't talk down to people when you see them wearing masks. Don't disrespect people by not wearing masks when you know that they're uncomfortable. This is some observations that I have seen. For me, it's disturbing. Listen, if I'm walking in an outdoor mall somewhere and we're outside and you don't have your mask on, as long as you stay six feet away from me, that's your prerogative. If I'm inside a store that doesn't say on the door, mask required, wear your mask. Even if you don't feel you need it, respect what others feel that they need. I think that in this experiment of America 
of the world, of the humankind, we get very lost in ourselves. We get selfish. We get self-centered. And though you may be in somebody's house who's asking you to wear a mask, even if you're sitting outside, you wear the mask out of respect for that person. It may annoy you. You may be sweating under it. You may be cussing under your breath under it or making a frown. But it's the respect of that other person. See, that's what I think I've observed the most is I've noticed respect and lack of respect. It's not about what your philosophy is of wearing masks or not wearing masks. You can think it's stupid. You can go against the science. You can think that it's all gone and things are getting better. But if you care about somebody that you're with and they feel that they need you for their comfort to wear it, you do it for others. See, that's something that's lost in society because we've become so self-centered. So while you try to, with this new idea of riding the wave, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. If they ask you, if they say, I don't care, you don't have to wear a mask, okay, rip your mask off. But if there's somebody you'd say, I'd rather you keep your mask on, or if you're talking to them and your mask is falling below your nose and they ask you, can you put your mask under, over your nose? Don't get insulted. The fact that they're even asking you that is probably hard for that person, but it's for them to feel comfortable. So Jillian, what are your feelings on the whole mask issue and wearing masks and not wearing masks? What has been your observation over the past year? Jillian's been up in college for graduate school. She's home this semester. So her perspective is going to be totally different because we all know college mentality and they feel they're invincible and they're very free. And we all did at that age. So I get it. I'm not, I'm not putting them down for it because I had that mentality when I was in college too. But I'd like to see what Jillian's observations have been over the past year. I guess like just because you're invincible does not mean you're invincible. I mean, I experienced it firsthand uh, where I was living. I would not say names, of course. But there was a lot of get-togethers and no one had masks on. It was just not safe. And it ended up, you know, over time, they would go, you know, home to see uh, family and friends. And as that happened with the people I live with, uh, one of them got COVID. And so that put everybody in danger. And that doesn't mean that you're invincible just because you're 20 to like 22 years old like that doesn't matter you're still going to have you know that risk of you're not symptomatic but you're going to give it to your family and friends and people who are I mean compromised I mean that's a big issue I think now uh, with people as I've seen with other friends they have family members that survive cancer and then you know they're getting COVID and their bodies are already weak from having cancer to begin with and they're, they're at risk of, you know, having to go to the hospital and even worse. So I feel like you should wear masks for the respect of you don't know what everybody else's circumstances are, who they're interacting with. If they need to help their family, then they need to go help their family, like their grandparents. And you're giving that risk, even if you're in college and, you know, you think you're invincible, you're really not. And it just makes the whole thing worse 
for the people that actually do care um, and do care about like their family and friends. So I think it's like a very big problem and people are becoming very lax, especially in certain states, um, which they shouldn't be because right now it's like the worst it's ever been as like it's the second wave like towards the end. So I just, I think people just need to think about others and not about themselves. Like you want to go have a good time? Okay, just wear your mask. It's not a big deal. Like, you know, follow the rules. That's important. I know every state's different and every country is different for that matter. But at the same time, we're all humans. We interact with each other, but you have to be safe when you're interacting with others. Agreed. For the longest time, I mean, Jillian didn't experience this because she was in college and she had roommates. But for the longest time, I isolated myself in the house. And I've gradually started, I don't eat out at restaurants because they say that that's one of the biggest places that you do get COVID because obviously people are taking their masks off and they're eating and they're talking and they're laughing and there's strangers sitting next to you at a table. And so I don't do that. But and, I I've, d- and I've experienced that. And maybe if you could do it in a safe way, but you don't know about the other people. And that's the problem. I mean, you have your mask off. Sometimes they're crowded and they just don't, you know, keep those numbers because they just want the business, especially at, like, bars and restaurants and stuff when everybody's struggling. So I definitely feel like that's a big issue. I don't know. There's really no way to regulate that, but I just don't think people think. They just want to go back to the normal ways and just, you know, eat outside and be like, it's okay. But at the same time, it's it's really not because that's probably the least safe of all the places that you're going to have a social interaction for what to get COVID, bring it to your family and friends. Right. And and I've struggled with that because friends of mine who are comfortable eating out in restaurants and a couple of them have been vaccinated and gotten their full double series and stuff. So they, you know, have a sense of that shield around them when you go, when they go out for people's birthdays and stuff, I don't haven't gone. I mean, I've by my own decision, not gone because I need to protect myself and my family. And so I've missed out on a lot. And I have felt that deprivation, that social deprivation. Even though I can be a very solitary and be okay by myself and entertaining myself, I miss that social interaction. So I've really had to work through and adapt and speak how I feel and tell my friends the next time you get together, can we do it outside in somebody's backyard so that I feel more comfortable but yet I don't feel left out? See, that's what I call riding the wave. That was very hard for me to say to my friends. And did I harbor a little bit of jealousy or envy because they were going out without me? Of course, I had that FOMO. What am I missing out on? So I've learned by riding the wave to express myself more. And I was really proud of myself that I expressed that. And they agreed that next time... We would do it outside so that I could be there. Order food in, whatever, but at least I'm not sitting next to strangers that I don't know what their professions are or what they're doing or how they live their life. Now, some of you might be listening to me and saying, boy, she's fearful of COVID. Hell yeah, I am fearful. You may not be, that's okay. God bless you. For me, I had an illness at 26 years old that could have taken my life. For me, I take things like this very seriously. Maybe I'm over the top. Maybe I could tone it down a little bit. Not denying that. But I also want respect from others. And I respect people. 
And don't go up to people and say, hey, can you put your damn mask on when they're sitting outside? Because I respect, I'm not near them, we're outside, I'm not socializing with them. It's respect. So ride the wave with that. What are some um, funny things that you've noticed, Jillian, over the past year dealing with COVID? Hard to find something funny. I could say something funny. So I so we started to when we go out to more crowded places, we wear the mask with that shield on. And it's just like, I mean, I've seen like um, comedies on it and stuff, but it's so true. You have this shield on and you forget it's on. So like I go to take a drink and I realize I have the shield on. I go to scratch my face and I realize I have the shield on. Or I just have my mask on and there's something on my phone and I go to blow it off my phone. But I can't blow. I have my mask on. It's like the mask has become part of who I am when I'm out in the world. It's, it's such a weird thing because it's so uncomfortable and it's so cumbersome to wear and it's so annoying and sweaty and yucky. And yet it's becoming part of me. It's becoming part of my routine. And, and I notice these funny things that happen because I forget that it's even on sometimes. Did you think of anything yet that's funny? No. No, nothing? Not really. <laughs> okay. Well, I would like to say that, I mean, I hope that you think about how to ride this wave a little bit. It's, we can fight things. And I think a lot of us did in the beginning. We kind of fought it and didn't want to change and didn't want to adapt. But I felt like life is short. We only go around one time. And if I were to sit around this past year and not grow and learn, and don't get me wrong, I had my crappy days where I was just freaking annoyed and I wanted to just like get this freaking COVID over already. But in, on a regular basis, I just decided I've got to take every minute and learn from it, every sight, and learn from it. In a past podcast, I talked about stopping, focusing, Picking a tree in front of you. I use a tree a lot because a tree represents life to me. The roots planted firmly in the ground. The branches and the leaves going up towards the sky. It just represents life and nature. And so sometimes I'll just stop and look at the tree. Now, okay, it's a tree. But if you really stop and look at that tree... You notice so many special things about it. The way it blows in the wind. The way it almost looks like it's dancing as it blows in the wind. These are things I really never did before, before COVID. I'd look at a tree, take a few deep breaths in. Okay, I got a little of that anxiety out and move along. But with COVID, because we're more isolated, I really start to look at things and feel things and to live more in the moment. Because... I guess we weren't having those exciting things that we, I would normally do on the weekend. You know, going to a movie or going to the mall or just going and sitting out and having a nice drink with some friends. Those things weren't happening. So as humans, we still want to have that endorphin high of enjoying something. So how could I make like this almost feeling of mundaneness 
feel more elevated. And so I started to look at things differently and appreciate things differently. I stop and I watch my kids more. Probably didn't know that. Did you? No. I watch my kids more. I watch their reactions to situations more. I watch how they handle situations more. I try to focus on their needs more because I really wasn't, you know, we go through life and you see things happening to people, but I really am trying to take the time out to listen more because they're riding the wave too and they have those ups and downs and frustrations and we need to talk about it and we need to process. How do you feel that you've had to ride the wave? I mean, just to learn to adapt. Um, I'm very, I'm very like um, introvert, extrovert, like both ways work for me. So I can, you know, survive either way. Um, but just like looking at life with more grateful eye, I think is really important. Um, I mean, that was a whole, a big aspect of why I stayed this semester was to, you know, be at family, to be safer, because I just didn't feel like it was good to be in a college environment for that and just have a better like mental space and be able to go outside and it just it gives a little bit more excitement to the normal stuff so I feel like it helps me like ride the wave and just like you know figure out myself like be more healthy and mindful um I also got back into like reading for fun and stuff so like just finding yourself like the things that you liked before maybe when you were younger or a kid depending on your age or maybe like a year ago that you didn't do or a couple years ago, it really like helps you grow as a person, like just to find out who you are and like what life means to you is important. Okay, so you have two different perspectives, 53-year-old, 23-year-old. Same commonality, but very different perspective because the pl our place in life is very different. So it's interesting to see um, I think it's easier for the younger generation to go with the flow. They're under so much stress to do good in high school and to get in colleges that they really, their stress level is at such a high level that from such a young age that I think they are able to ride the wave a little bit better. And they are a little more self-centered, but I think that adds to focusing, like she said, to grow and to learn. So even though she's focusing on herself more than others, by learning about herself and trying to grow, inadvertently it will make her be less self-focused and to focus on others. So that's the perfect idea of what I'm trying to get with you about riding the wave. Take the time to change. Don't be stubborn and just stay stuck in this way. And you know what? When all of this is over, you may find that the things that you ran and did all the time don't give you that same kind of endorphin flow, that happy flow. You may not even like some of those things anymore because whether you want to know it or not, you have changed in the past year. Our world has changed in the past year. It's time to stop fighting it and adapt to it. 
I guarantee that if you dapped, your world is going to be brighter, lighter, fun, and new. I mean, what's bad about new and growing? I believe that we all have different lifespans within a life, meaning we become different people throughout our lives, different life experiences, change who we are, and we adapt. And those of us who don't adapt and you can't adapt, then please seek help. And there's nothing wrong with seeking help to talk about because that's what it is. You're going to talk and they're going to help you find coping skills for you to help you adapt. Nobody's disputing that this is a hard time in our world. It for sure is. It's difficult. Listen, my dad was in a hospital. My dad passed away. I didn't get to be with my dad in the hospital because of COVID. COVID has affected my life in a dramatic way. They let me go in to say goodbye. But I wasn't there when he went in and he was alert and I could talk to him. So all of us have been affected by COVID in different ways. Losing loved ones, losing jobs, losing friends and family because you can't handle the way that they live their lives. So COVID has taken something from all of us. There's no disputing that. So are you going to go with the flow? Or are you going to ride the wave? Make your life different. Change your life. Cope with your life. Add some color to your life. Don't just live day to day. Find something new and exciting in each day. It's out there and it's right in front of you. And it might be very basic as that tree. What is something you consider to be basic that you do, Jillian, that helps you cope and ride the wave? Working out. Okay. Now, that's a common one, obviously. We all hear that exercise. Yeah, but I used to not work out before COVID. I only started working out because of COVID just to, you know, I mean, everybody's bodies get affected by COVID, but, like, if you're not affected or if you are, like, it just it makes you feel better. You can escape for that moment. You have those endorphins. Um, plus, there's plenty of, like, stuff online to try that's, like, free. That's very helpful, and it just makes you, like, happy. It reminds you about, like, the good old times, like, favorite songs to dance to. Did you hear what she said? I mean, really listen to what she said. It gives her an escape. We all want to escape a little bit from COVID and what it's taken away from our lives. So for her, working out gives her an escape. The music. The music she picks and chooses to work out to lifts her mood, lifts her spirit. So that's something separate that we hear, quote unquote, exercise is good for you, it's healthy, it helps you reduce anxiety. How about it's an escape for a short 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever you choose to escape? Is there anything else basic that you do that helps you get through the wave? Reading outside. Why Why is reading outside different than reading inside? I mean, they seem the same to me. What's the difference? I mean, the difference, I guess, would say, I don't know, you're just in nature. You're, 
you can be anywhere when you're outside. You can envision anything when you're inside. You're so confined into the four walls around you that it's difficult to like really separate yourself. But when you're outside and no one's there, no one's you know giving you distractions, putting you know their anxieties on you. It's just very easy to like form your own world out of the very strict world that we're in right now of staying home and trying to you know be safe. So it just gives you a way to explore the world in a sense, but through your mind and not just through going out and seeing stuff. Okay, so the lesson learned in what she just said is she takes a basic thing as reading a book and she changes the environment that she reads it in. And it gives her a whole different experience. That's called riding the wave. Taking something very basic and stepping it up a level to make it different, to make it more exciting, to make it more healthy or beneficial to you. Can you give us one more? Because your examples are fantastic. Playing with the dog. Okay. Okay, so lots of us have pets, Jillian. I mean, yeah, but do you why know, is playing with a dog any different than it would be not during COVID? Because... I mean, we got our dog during COVID, so it's very different than other, you know, people who have had their dogs, but I don't really think it's that different. I mean, when you're so busy in life before COVID, did you really pay as much attention to your dogs and, like, your loved ones? Like, animals just love you for who you are, and they just want your attention, and they're happy in that moment. They're happy just to be with you in that moment, and they treasure it, and there's just something so, like, sweet and nice and like uplifting when they just like give you that comfort of like okay like this is exciting in a sense just like you get to learn something else about their personality by observing them as we talked about before so it's just you're seeing something new like my dog does something new every day like goes on the furniture where she's not supposed to but (laughs) you know it's just like you see their personality more and how they grow and then in turn you're growing by watching them because you're giving them all the attention and love which you're in turn giving yourself by doing that. Now, I guarantee that if Jillian, now we haven't had a dog for like almost 16 years, but I guarantee if Jillian had gotten a dog before COVID, what she just said would have never been her observations. Why? Because we were all busy running here and there and going to, oh, I'm kind of bored. I'll run to the store, go to Marshall's, I go... But because those things really aren't the best to do on a frequent basis, she has more time to experience and feel what her dog has to give her, to watch her dog grow, and to notice the little funny things that she might have not noticed before. And I guarantee if you were to put a blood pressure cuff on Jillian when she's playing with her dog, her blood pressure would go down. It's proven. Now, all those activities that Jillian talked about are great for the heart, the heart full of emotion, the heart full of exercise, the brain with the reading. It's stimulating the brain in a different way. And it's incorporating, very important, when you're trying to think about how are you going to ride this wave better, think about your five senses. If you're struggling on how can I take something that I do like reading And do that activity, but stimulate my five senses a little bit more. Listening, smelling, tasting, touching, and sight. 
How can you do something that is a regular activity for you and do it in a different environment to change it up a little bit, do it a little bit differently, that can set those five senses into motion, almost overload emotion, to change that activity. Or if you don't want to change an activity, but you want to try something new, think about those five senses. And how is it going to stimulate that and make it different so that you get that same feeling that you used to get when you went to a movie in an activity that you do in your house or someplace outside? Start to get that thought process going. Don't just keep going with the flow because you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going through the motions. Do something different. Respect others while you do it. Be safe while you do it. Don't be risky because that defeats the whole purpose. Be safe. Social distance. Wear your mask with whatever it is. If you disagree with me, live and let live. That's your choice. This is just my perspective. And this is how I feel. But I feel that through the drudgery of the pandemic, through the sadness of the pandemic, through the lack of stimulation, we can grow. We can move forward. We can become better people. There's going to be books written on human studies of the pandemic and how people reacted and how people get in fights over wearing masks with strangers, how people get frustrated when they walk in a store and they're told to put a mask on. There's going to be human studies done on this. Mark my word, when this is all done, on how people changed for the good or for the better. And I know that because you're listening to my podcast, you want to change for the better. That's why you're here with me today. That's why Jillian's here with me today, because I've seen Jillian grow over the past year through the pandemic, because she's young, and what she's known, she's only known for 23 years. She hasn't had to go through, she's had her ups and downs, but not major life, you know, things as she's an adult when she gets in her own world and her own family. That hasn't evolved for her yet, but yet she still has struggles and how she rode the wave. And how she had to make decisions that were better for herself. Like her classes were going to be virtual whether she was up at school or home. And she felt for her being home was better. Sometimes we have to make those tough choices for our mental health. Don't let people talk you out of it. Be affirmative in it. Be your own person that advocates for yourself to say, this is what I need. And even if it's something kind of quirky and weird, who gives a crap? If you think that that's going to make you feel better, if you think that that's going to help you ride the wave better, go for it. Just go for it. Is there anything you'd like to share? Any words of wisdom, knowledge, fun laughs that you'd like to share with my listeners before we go today? You definitely learn more about your family through jokes, that's for sure. Yes. Joking is fun. I think joking is a great coping mechanism. Even if you might be poking a little fun at somebody, 
We That's all, okay. Well, yeah, we all need to like loosen up. I mean, we do that in our family. Listen. I think I laugh more now than I probably did in the past just because... I don't know. I think I got more witty just from being inside all the time. But I, that's but that's the perfect example of what I'm saying of evolve, letting it evolve, letting the change take over you instead of fighting it and trying to want to stay in the way it was before COVID. I mean, we never sat down and really ate dinner. Maybe once a week, we mostly would do like a Saturday family lunch when we were all together. I mean, we eat dinner together almost every night now. And it's not like, okay, it's dinner time. I mean, if somebody doesn't want to eat, they don't. But I would say at least four nights out of the week, we sit together and do we laugh? We just laugh. We laugh at the dog. We laugh at ourselves. Our, right. I mean, we just... We spit up our drinks because we laugh right. so I mean, it's coming out of our nose when I'm drinking my little bubbly and somebody makes a joke. I mean, look for the little things like that that can just make your heart feel lighter. And brighter. And let me tell you, those laughs have happened. My mom has now moved in with me since my dad passed away a month ago. Our whole lives have changed completely. And yet, through grief and sadness and COVID, we're laughing at dinner. We're letting that take, that fun, that lightheartedness take over us. Have family time. Family And allowing the change to happen. A lot of us fight it. We don't want it to ha- change to happen. I want it to be the way it was before COVID. Wake up. It's never going to be the way it was before COVID because whether you want to acknowledge it or not, you are a different person than you were a year ago. So instead of fighting with it, go with it. Have the laughs. You might enjoy being with your family more. It may not be so irritating for you younger people out there. I mean, I never thought I'd be living with my mom again. But I'm having fun with her and I'm laughing with her and we're learning more about each other. I had to go with the flow. I had to ride the wave. Wasn't anything I ever expected with my life. I could fight it and I could be depressed and I could be angry or I can just ride the wave and look for the positive in it. And I'm going to learn and I'm going to grow. My mom's going to learn and grow. My whole family's going to learn and grow. Anything else? No, not really. <laughs> so I'm a person of few words. Oh yeah, she is a person of few words, but when she speaks, it's eloquent, it's insightful, and it makes you think. And that's what life's about. People should always challenge themselves and challenge others as long as it's appropriate. So thanks for joining me today. A little bit of a different format for me. I have to be honest, I am going through a lot. And time is limited, and we kind of just went with this today with really no parameters. And to give our insight after a year of living with COVID, with ups and downs and losses, and I know that a lot of you can relate to it. Not the same exact things, but you can relate. So I want you to hear my voice and Jillian's voice in your head saying, ride the wave. When things get complicated or frustrated, ride the wave. Take that moment. Focus on something beautiful. Get more in tune with yourself. So I encourage all of you to go out there and explore all the wide open spaces in your world. Thank you so much for joining me today. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. I will have a new blog put on my website tomorrow for you to go to read. 
at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. You can read my bio and everything else that's on there. You can comment too if you have any comments or anything you'd like me to talk about in the future topics or maybe somebody you'd like me to interview. Let me know. Reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. I've been getting a lot of great feedback on last week's um, podcast talking about chaos. Seemed to hit home with a lot of people. So reach out to me. Enjoy your day and ciao, my friends.